Good morning, American Heathens. This is uh, John Doe Chance III bringing you American Heathen, the podcast, episode three. Today we talked a little bit about Hellboy, La Llorona, and some of the current events of uh, the past week. Uh, I think it was the week of uh, April 20th is the one that you're going to be listening to right now. So, have fun, and remember, don't eat fire. Come on now. Australia, no, I'm not. This is John Doe Chance the third. You can reach me at blind underscore warrior underscore poet on Instagram and our, our American Heathen Instagram, which is just American Heathens. Hello, and this is Ishmael Johnson. I'm a comedian in LA. You can catch me on just about anything American Heathens. And good news. I finally got another PlayStation, so pretty soon you're going to be finding me playing video games on there. My gamer tag is Big Tip Dawkins X. So yeah, that is my wonderful news of the week. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get to it. Oh wait, I have a gamer tag. It's for Lord for uh, PlayStation. You play it right now. <laughs> I play a little Call of Duty, some Madden. I might, oh, I might play uh, Mortal Kombat 11, but I was yeah. watching the videos, and I don't uh, know if I can play it because uh, it's way too complicated. There's like 500 <laughs> moves. There's like fake upper throw fireball yeah. into mid fireball, crash yeah. and punch. So I probably won't play it, but if I do, you can whip up on me. Uh, that's going to oh, be well. Lord Faith. Rusty when it comes to Mortal Kombat. But yeah, but this game is actually supposed to be easier on the buttons and stuff as opposed to the other uh, uh, Mortal Kombat's in the series. So to each his own. Touche. I, well, I hear there's even a Nintendo Switch version of it. So 
Oh, that's. Yeah. I think I might get the Nintendo Switch, but my last Mortal Kombat was like Mortal Kombat Two, so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what are we gonna do for that Tiger 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 Ridge, y'all? Yeah, man. To be honest, the what the news that he won came out the last podcast we had. I didn't talk about it because I didn't think it was that important. But then, like we were talking after the what post post show, and then you brought it up. So I was like, okay, maybe I should have brought it up during the last podcast. Yeah, and I almost put money on Tiger Woods because he was seventeen and one. I wish I was like that one guy that put eighty seven thousand dollars on it. He, oh, that's how much he did to win that million. Yeah, it was the biggest uh, Vegas payout in the history of the uh, casinos for sports betting. Wow. wow. I mean, like, I would have probably bet against the field on him as well. Like, I mean, I, I, po- I, I found it. Go ahead. Oh, I posted a picture of uh, the casino owners uh, giving him the check with a smile, and I put in the Oscar goes to the casino owners because that's the <laughs> fakest smile I ever saw in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I was actually surprised. Interesting note. Did you know every time you win the Masters, you don't get a new jacket? Like I always thought that, hey, if you won five Masters, you get five jackets. You only get you only get the one jacket and they just keep re re uh, putting it on you at the end of the tournament and stuff. I was like, it's kind of cheap. I thought, uh, don't you get to um, the jacket uh, and you can take it outside of the, um, because I don't think you can take the jacket out, but when mm. you win, you're allowed to take the jacket out and walk around with it. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's not like you get different jackets. Like, like what, it's been about, what, 10 years or something since Tiger won last? So he only has the one jacket. Like, he brings it back, I guess, if he wins, they... They, he uses the same jacket. Yeah, I'm sure uh, when it gets old, they give him a new jacket unless they patch it up. So it's like one of those old yeah. smoking jackets. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Like, I thought, like, hey, if you win an Oscar or something, you get a different Oscar for each <laughs> category or each thing that you want. It's not. Yeah, I think it, it may it may be like the Stanley Cup. You know, you just get the Stanley Cup and you can walk around with it. And then when someone else wins, you have to give them the Stanley Cup. Do they share jackets? I don't know. It's not that important. He won another green jacket. Oh boy! But I get. I don't think anybody was was expecting that. No, I mean uh, he's the second oldest uh, player next to uh, 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 what's his name, Jack Nicholson or Jack. There you go. The other dude, Jack Nicholson. That's the actor. <laughs> well, the, the other guy. What's his name? The the guy who's got a uh, um eighteen uh, eighteen wins and Tiger has fifteen. Yeah, I think it's Mickelson with an M. So oh, Mickelson, not Nicholson. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's a totally different person. But I mean, I'm just surprised like his whole impact on golf isn't bigger. You know what I mean, Tiger Woods. It's huge to have uh, like even now when he wasn't winning, he'd have like like a thousand people following him around, and the other guy who's the champion's got like five guys. Yeah, but I mean, it just seems like he's kind of like a like the show pony or something. Or, well, it has you know. it has been ten ten years? Yeah, but but like like if I think of the Williams sisters in tennis. There's been a lot of influx of, let's say, ethnic uh, female 
tennis players since they've been winning. With Tiger Woods winning, even though it's been 10 years, you haven't seen another, you know, ethnic guy, maybe, uh, what's his name, Singh, win, win or even get any notoriety out of it all. Well, that's because all the um, ethnic guys go to play football or baseball or real sport. A, a real sport. <laughs> it but, is difficult walking up and down with, with golf clubs. But he did, uh, I mean, he uh, he has made uh, more people play golf. Uh, what, amateurs? Just in general, like, more more people play golf because of Tiger Woods. He's changed it a lot. I mean, uh, the field does look a lot different. It used to be just a lot of old white guys, and now there's, like, Spanish dudes. And most of the really good golf players now, they're all, like, 23, 25 because Tiger Woods changed the whole sport because he was the first first mm. athlete who was a golfer because he tra- he trained like an athlete he trained for like fifteen hours a day which some people say is the reason why he had so many injuries but before mm. Tiger Woods uh you didn't have athletes I mean that's why he had so many injuries because he just trained too hard or what do you yeah mean? Uh, some people think he overtrained because uh, uh the thing on Tiger Woods was uh he was in like 10 hours a day like lifting and working out and putting a lot of stress on his body but he he did I mean think about it like Tiger Woods is probably at maybe 70% of what he used to be and that's still good enough to win oh yeah but I think half the reason is like you can psych him out or play mind games and stuff because yeah just the pressure of going up against Tiger Woods even though you know, you you don't think about it, but then it's like, okay, he's gaining momentum. I've got to, you know, not take any risk and just keep playing my game. But then, you know. And on top of that, Tiger Woods has been there so many times. He probably, he gets stressed, but like not like real stress, right? Because he's like, dude, I got 15 of these, these junks, you know? <laughs> this is just a Sunday for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what else was in the news? Uh, uh, there was a bombing in uh, uh, Sri Lanka. Yeah. Two, 207 people were killed and 500 were injured. Uh, I'm not sure what Sri Lanka is. Uh, is, it in, um, uh, is it in the Americas or is it in Asia? Oh, I know it's not in the U.S., but I, I think it's what, Central America or, or is South it- America, I believe. Is it? Is it? It's not in the because uh, when they say Buddhist, though, you would think it's somewhere in uh, Asia. Yeah. Uh, no, I know it's. I know it's probably in the Pacific. I don't know, like maybe a, a group of islands, somewhere like that. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, it's uh, um, you know, it's it's bad, but life goes on. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, whoever they find will be going to hell shortly but sweetly. They arrested seven people. Oh, oh! So they already got the people, or it's. Well, I mean, yeah, they arrested seven people, but I don't know. It could be like you know, we don't know anything about it. It just happened uh, this morning, right? Wait, Sunday? It didn't happen today. I heard about this. I want to say Friday. No, no, it happened uh, Easter Sunday, but I think they might be uh, behind us. So that's uh, Sunday uh, was last night for them. I don't know, but I know it happened uh, pretty recently, like a uh, like maybe like twelve hours ago. Okay. Speaking of hell, dun dun dun. 
I finally saw Hellboy, man. So what did you think of it, uh, Hellboy? Jesus. That was a long movie, man. It just felt like it kept going and going. I was like, okay, I, I, I understand she's the villain, but can we speed this up just a little bit? Oh, man, like, it's a pace. I tried to avoid any reviews of it. And yeah, it was, I, I saw one and I was just like, man, this is really not a good comic book movie. I was expecting more. Oh, you didn't like it? No, I didn't like it at all, which was sad. Like, I love the first the first couple uh, Hellboy movies. Well, you talk, I mean, uh, the first two is done by uh, a much uh, better director. I mean, you know, uh, what's his name? Del, uh, Del Toro? Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, so uh, and the, the director and writer on this, they're a TV guy, so they're not going to bring the, uh, the uniqueness that a, a Del Toro would bring. But aesthetically, it did look more like the comic book. Well, it did look like a comic book, in fact. I mean, it just felt like the CGI was kind of past its prime. Like, I was like, like, even the fights didn't look anywhere close to realistic. And I was thinking of, like, I felt like when uh, when Hellboy was uh, having the premonition of of being in hell, it was like, okay, this looks just like the scene from Spawn, where Spawn was having his flashback or whatever, how he ended up going down. It's just like too much CGI stuff. And it wasn't even good CGI, you know what I mean? It was yeah, like in, in the 90s. CGI is a, um, a double-edged sword. Uh, I think uh, they overuse CGI. You talking about move, move, uh, movie directors in general? Or yeah, you talking movie- about this But I would like to, because we're we're from a different generation, you know, so... Uh, it's weird to us, but maybe the the newer generation is different. Like I I heard um like some uh, kids talking about I don't know, like movies like Rampage. They're like, oh, that was awesome. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> did someone hit you in the head with a hammer? But maybe it's just uh kids. That's what they like. I don't know. Well, I'm thinking since they haven't seen as many movies as you have same with me like i've seen a lot of good movies i've seen a lot of bad movies and it's like since i've seen so many movies you can almost tell when you know when a movie is going to be good or bad within like let's say the, the the end of act one in a movie or something like that yeah that's definitely true you should be able to tell like or the the way a movie looks you can tell good cgi as opposed to bad cgi like when I saw Infinity Wars, I wasn't even thinking about the CGI. It was just like Thanos looks like a real human being. I know his played the voice was played by Josh Brolin. And it was like I could I you could have told me Josh Brolin was just in a you know, in a plastic suit half the movie. I wouldn't have been able to tell. The CGI in uh, Infinity War Wars was amazing. The the whole um I mean but the thing with uh um Infinity Wars the story was really good, so that helps. If your story is good enough, you you ignore even bad CGI. You know, like it could be bad special effects, but if you have a really engaging story, you'll just ignore it. Well, unfortunately, Hellboy had all of those—the bad things, not the good things. Yeah, it was much more of a a, a TV show, which is uh, expected because you have. 
TV directors and TV writers. But I mean, TV is good now. Like Game of Thrones is amazing. Mm. Oh, well, you saw the first episode, right? Yeah, the first episode, it was uh, it was slow, but I think that's okay because it's probably going to get really uh, fast. So it was, it was more just like a low. There was just a half of the episode was the army walking to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but And then a lot of uh, 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 um, reunions that we've been waiting for for eight years. Arya and Jon Snow. They, oh. they, they all uh, um, went their separate ways in the first season. And like mm-hmm. some of the uh, characters are just meeting again from like uh, about like a five six year break so that is cool now i know you told me that the what the writer duo or the directors of game of thrones actually took a lot of inspiration from tolkien and stuff like that is there any element of like lord of the rings besides the fact that it's just set in medieval time uh, the the writer of game of thrones martin he mm-hmm. definitely took a lot from Lord of the Rings, but this is in general. Anytime you're going to write a fantasy, you're mm. always going to have some elements of Lord of the Rings. Mm. It's the genre theory. You know the genre theory? No. What is the genre theory? So you, you have the first movie of the genre. Mm-hmm. In this case, the first book of the genre. So the first um, story in the genre is never where the genre because the genre doesn't exist. From that point, you you rewrite the same story over and over and over again, mm-hmm. what a genre is, and then uh, the theory is you have the perfect genre film or story at the end because it's going to be self-aware of the genre. So you can call uh, Game of Thrones a genre closer because... Oh. The whole point of Game of Thrones was being aware of the genre. That's why you have you introduce these characters who are normally the heroes of the fantasy story. Mm-hmm. The third chapter, uh, he gets his head cut off and he's dead, and you're like, "What? What just happened?" You know. So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of Game of Thrones would was setting up these genre heroes and then killing them. Oh boy. Oh, it's uh, it's a weird the genre. Love some blood and guts. So yeah, we're yeah, so along for the ride. So how many more episodes is there? It's like just six episodes, right? And then it's series over. That many? It's six or seven, but some of them are going to be two hours long. Whoa! So pretty much you'll still be watching about the same amount of time because, like, I remember most TV series. What is about thirteen episodes, and then. Well, it depends. Uh, network network uh, TV shows are usually 22 episodes. Okay. But um, uh, cable um, shows are anywhere from 8 to 12. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, I saw, I saw um, The Curse of uh, Libro Nacho. <laughs> I don't think that's the name of the movie. You're talking about The Curse of La Llorona? Yeah, yeah. The Llorona? Curse of, which uh, translates to The Weeping Lady. Mm. 
it was a uh, it was okay. Uh, it's it's kind of cool because um, uh, we were talking about it um off air. A lady in white is uh, a yeah. um, it's it's in it's in a whole lot of different cultures and uh, different countries. It's a a female ghost that's dressed all in white and they're seen in uh, rural areas. And uh, it's always associated with uh, some local legend of tragedy. So um, either uh, the the husband killed the the wife, uh, wife, or the the husband cheated on the wife, and then the wife kills the kids, but and then kills herself. But there's a lot of stories. One of my favorite stories growing up as a kid was a movie called The Lady in White which was another uh, white lady legend. And it's interesting. Uh, I was looking it up. It's in uh, um, United States, Ireland, Great Britain. Uh, this one is a Spanish version. There's uh, all the, every country has its own lady in white legend. Mm. And uh, this is uh, one of them. So uh, but movie overall, are you, you'd recommend it or is just, just an all right horror movie or what? It's just an average horror movie that uses a lot of jump scares. The cool part is I, I'm, I'm always uh, interested when there's a horror movies set in uh, Catholic uh, religion because they're, they're cool. There, there was aspects of it I didn't like as um, the way that they destroy the spirit at the end. Mm-hmm. Because later, uh, they, they made it like it was a vengeful spirit, and vengeful spirits are different. And lay in whites, they're not vengeful spirits, so I think you would dispatch them in a different way. You, I actually don't think you can kill vengeful spirits. Uh, vengeful spirits are like what you see in The Grudge, and um, uh, with well, in a vengeful spirit, once they mark you. I don't think there's anything you can do besides maybe passing on the mark to someone else, but no. otherwise they're just going to kill you. Uh, uh, there's not much you can do, but I think there could be ways to um, dispatch a lady in white, but I think it would have more to do with uh, uh, somehow forgiving the spirit. Cause the spirit is, uh, they're usually a morning. So they're lost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, their uh, their so guilt like purgatory or something. Yeah, so I think the way you would dispatch a lady white ghost would be somehow forgiving it. Like if uh, she's searching for her children, like maybe you get the um, the totems of the children and give it to her. Somehow uh, uh, giving her peace, and then that should dispatch them. But I don't think you can dispatch them violently because uh, I don't think that would work in the lore. And this uh, this film, that's how they did it. So maybe she didn't get dispatched and there's going to be a part two. But I, I didn't like that part of it. And I also, so it was very good when you didn't see the ghost. It's kind of like, you know, the Jaws theory. You don't show the shark. Once you show the shark, it kind of uh, takes away the suspense. Yeah. So I think it's better not showing the shark and this was good when they weren't showing her, but then when she started seeing her full uh, screen, then she wasn't scary anymore. She just looked like a, a stupid prosthetic, you know? <laughs> but, um, I mean, uh, it was, uh, 
let's see how how did it do it um it made 26 million dollars which was um good because the budget was uh nine million dollars but it was it was the lowest box office um total uh in easter history i think the the entire box office made a hundred million dollars but it's because no one wanted to put any movies up because next week is um avengers and no one wants to go up against Avengers because Avengers is going to annihilate everyone. For months on end, probably. Yeah. And uh, next week, uh, you're going to go see it, right? So next week, we would... I was hoping, yeah, we could probably do a podcast Sunday night because I'm probably going to try to see it Sunday when, you know, people aren't up, like, maybe 7 o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah, Um, go Thursday night, probably, because, you know, I get them free, so... What do you mean you get in free? Well, free. I pay $20 a month and I get three movies a week. Okay. So so you can just reserve your spot in the theater? Yeah. I get three movies a week and I never see three movies, but if I want to, I can. Mm-hmm. So I can go anytime. I could go IMAX, 3D movies. It doesn't matter. Definitely sounds like a plan right there. I might add that... Uh, the AMC is not our sponsor, but if AMC <laughs> wants to be our sponsor, we're out there. We'll sponsor the hell out of you, AMC, because uh, it's a good deal. The uh, movie pass that they have is better than the movie pass. Um, there's a movie pass by that name, which yes. of, co- of course I own stocks in, and now they're worth a penny. Got to say, rest <laughs> for movie pass. Yeah, the movie pass used to be good, but they dropped the ball. Back in the beginning, it was $50 a month, and you could see a movie a day, and that was good. But uh, then they lowered it to $10, and you're like, holy shit, how can they do this uh, without going bankrupt? Apparently, they can't because <laughs> they've gone yeah. bankrupt. And they changed the restrictions or something? Well, they yeah. had to because $10 a, a month, that's insane. You could see 50 movies, uh, uh, well, 30 movies. You can You could have seen 30 movies. For the uh, for ten dollars, yeah. But who has that kind of time? I mean, you got to be. My, when, when I first got movie pass, uh-huh. I got thirty movies. Wow. Yeah, but that was back when I could do stuff like that. You know, movie hopping days where you used to go, you go to the movies ten in the morning and you would watch every movie into like midnight. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. I've movie hopped. A friend of mine. He, he always tries to move up on his birthday, like 4th of July weekend. Yeah, I did that one time. I felt so dirty. I was like, dude, I got to go home and take a shower. Oh, the trick to movie hopping is um, there's a there's a science to it. <laughs> what is the science? Hold on. Let me get a pen. All right. Well, you can't. <laughs> okay, I got my pen. You've got to know uh, what you're watching, right? You don't want to uh, mess with your um, emotional highs. So you don't want to see... Okay, hold on. Let me write this down. (laughs) Know what you're watching. Okay. So you don't want to start with, like, Requiem for a Dream because after that, you got to go take a shower. You want want to end with the Requiem for a Dream. So you start with, like, the, uh, like, Rampages, the the stupid, dumb movie. Uh And then you build into, like, you know, some dramatic movies. And then, you know, you got to mix it up, throwing a comedy in there. 
And then you you end with the Requiem for a Dream because after that movie, you know, you want to go home and cry. Uh, or so, not do ever again. Yeah, so make sure you, you get your your movies down, know what they are, think about your emotional arc and, and follow that. And be and sure to have you, a blueprint of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I once uh, I once did um The Lord of the Ring. Uh-huh. We did we did the uh, the um, extended Lord of the Rings. So each movie was about three, three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And we saw all three in a row. Wow. Yeah, in the That's movie the theater. The third one was coming out. Yeah, and uh, not only that, I had to pay like $300 because the tickets were 40 bucks, but they sold out in about 30 seconds at the Arclight. Uh-huh. So we had to go online and uh, buy them from scalpers. Fuck so we, we bought them for 300 bucks. <laughs> and then we, uh, yeah, we went and we saw, we saw all three. It was, it was the greatest time of our lives though, because you go around your whole life and you know, you're, you're a nerd, uh-huh. but when everyone is a nerd, you're not a nerd anymore. You're just like a normal dude. So it was like, uh, for one day, I was <laughs> one day. This guy. I always thought about doing like I think the one where just before Infinity Wars came out, they were doing something at El Capitan where you could see just about all the past Marvel movies. I think it was for twenty four hours of Marvel movies or something like that. Oh man, that's a that for twenty four hours. Like you know, I need like a meal and you know. Well, they usually give you meals. You gotta take an Adderall for that, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how some people do that. An Adderall, cocaine. Well, yeah, was, But if you do cocaine, you'd have to do it like, like intermittently, right? Like every thirty minutes. But you can take one, one Adderall tablet, and you're good. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna try to see it Thursday. I'm gonna try to see it Sunday or sometime. Over the weekend, I got to knock somebody off and knock somebody out and take their ticket. I'm going to try to see it this weekend. All right, yeah, so what do we have uh, that happened this week? We got, uh, there was a fire at uh, uh, the cathedral at uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame? Huh? Actually seen it? Yeah, yeah, I've been in Notre Dame. Anytime you go to uh, uh, where is Paris, right? Yeah, anytime you go to Paris, you gotta go to Notre Dame. That that uh, that church took two hundred years to build. Wow. So, like, think about that. You start building it, and you you know you never see it finished. Like, that's amazing, you know. I think that's and how then, people who uh, build the LA freeway, the four hundred five field, because construction <laughs> since I've been here. Since I don't know, my grandfather was alive. I'm pretty sure that freeway was under construction. Another thing is, um, it was built during the Dark Ages, so it's it's really cool because you know you think about the Dark Ages and you think about just like people didn't have um, they, they went from Rome where they had sewer systems into the Dark Ages where it's just it went back back in time, mm-hmm. and you think of the Dark Ages as this really horrible time. But they they managed to 
build the Cathedral of uh, Notre Dame. And think about, like, back then, like, uh, you would have people who, like, they were they were from villages where, you know, you think about those type of villages. So you're, you're talking about, like, uh, stone huts that were one room that probably held families of 10 people, you know? And then they they would travel to Notre Dame and they'd see this huge cathedral that's, I mean, it's even compared to buildings now, it's amazing. So that would have been really cool for those people. But you think that you said it took about 200, 200, what, 250 years to build. You'd think, okay, since it's, since it's that old, that they'd have a lot of protective measures to make sure that it would stay up and not have issues like I think what what whatever caused it was like an electrical issue or something. Like how no, did that's, that happen? That's what they say. Uh-huh. They say it was an electrical issue. Was, that was what actually happened. No, I think someone probably because uh, they've got. Um, I think they've had twelve churches burned down in France mm-hmm. in the last year or two. So mm-hmm. uh, it might have been uh, arson, but you know we don't know. But to be an electrical fire, I I don't know that it was an electrical. It's possible that it was an electrical fire, but I I just I don't know. I don't see it being an electrical fire. But there were some cool things that happened. Like there was a um a firefighter who's a priest, mm-hmm. and he ran into the fire to save the crown of thorns. Wow! Did he survive? Yeah, yeah, he saved it. I hope he died. It almost sounded like he was about to die. Died trying to get it, and the the crown of thorns came out, but he didn't, or something. I don't know. No, the funny part is when you think about it, it's probably not even the crown of thorns because the chances that this is the actual crown of thorns that got put on Jesus's head is probably not that good. What it probably was is just some dude made a crown of thorns and sold it to Louis uh, Louis the first and said the crown of thorns. But I mean. It's uh, it's close enough, I guess. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about all the donations that came out to help rebuild the, the cathedral yeah. and stuff? Donations. It's a, uh, it's it's Notre Dame. I mean, people donate for a, uh, a lot worse things, right? But the thing is, it's like what in about three days they got. I want to say what, half a half a billion, more than that, almost. You know, like almost a billion dollars. And I was just like, okay, so how do we have poverty in this world if people can come up with that kind of money that quickly for for a two, 200-year-old building? Well, I mean, we've cut... Uh, world, world poverty is down 80% in the last uh, maybe five years because of capitalism. That's still, that's still 20%. still out there. Which well, no, be- I mean down to uh, 80%. So, I mean, like, it depends what you look at. Like, if you look at uh, a place like um, America, mm-hmm. we technically don't have it because, uh, so the poorest person in America mm-hmm. is richer than 99% of the world. Yeah. What'd you say? And, and when you look at America, you know, we, uh, it's, it's almost, it's impossible in America to starve to death. <laughs> But people try, boy. Well, yeah, I mean that's about the only way to do it is if you try. Like if you're uh, if you're a bulimic girl or something, is it bulimic or uh, anorexia? The ones that starve themselves. One of them starves uh, themselves. Anorexic. 
anorexic is when you like literally try not to eat or so in America one one point six percent of Americans have uh, reported that they had to go a day without eating. One. Just one day. And then you've got, you know, you've got places where people starve to death. And it takes like, it's got to take at least a month to starve to death, uh, may, uh, maybe even more. You, wait, you're talking about like no food, no water, or you're just talking about no food? Uh, no food. Like uh, if you have no water, I think you would die in like seven days. Yeah. You can't you can't go that long without water, but I think you could go, you could go at least a month. And if you're, um, if you're a heavy set person, you could probably go like five months. <laughs> Speaking like, of, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I, I, the biggest problem in America is actually obesity. Like we mm-hmm. we know much that our biggest problem is being too fat. You know, so even even like homeless people, when you see homeless people in the street, they're like five hundred pounds. <laughs> but yeah, that's because they're getting the good old government checks and. And then on steaks and lobster. Oh, not even. I bet you. Uh, even if you didn't get money and you were just scrounging for food and garbage cans, I bet you you'd be fine. Because mm-hmm. the amount of food we throw away in America, <laughs> like I don't like throwing away food. I try. I try really hard not to throw away food. Mm. But sometimes even I have to throw away food. Like you go to Chicago, you order an appetizer and they give you like <laughs> 10, 10 pounds of nachos. And you're like, dude, I ordered other food. Like, what am I going to do with this? Well, you got to put it in a doggy bag. Save it for later. <laughs> Speaking of starving to death, I hear you're going to try to do a seven-day fast, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm doing a starting uh I guess starting uh, uh, not uh, after this show, but today I'm gonna do a fast. So it's just water, and um, I'll I'll drink coffee and uh, you know Gatorade and stuff. But uh, well, I'll try to I'll try to um, not do too much carbs. So I'll stick to like um, tea, like uh, without sugar. Now but I'm gonna to try. Exactly why are you doing this? Well, um, for one thing, I, I want to do the the keto diet. So the keto diet is no carbs, but I want to like do a shock into the keto diet. So like I'll go seven days, and then my keto stasis will be just like, you know, it, it, I'll my body will hit the keto stasis, and then after that, I'll start going uh into the high fat and high proteins to cut. I want I want to get a six pack, and plus they they I've heard that they're uh. It's healthy. Uh, it's uh, it's healthy for your body to do it. But I want to okay. see these effects. So in the seven days, you're also still going to be working out, still going to the gym, doing all that stuff. So the- I, I probably won't um, uh, lift, but I might I might do some cardio because yeah. I might not. Uh, um, the energy levels will probably uh be waning they they say around day three or four you're, you'll get your energy back because your body will start eating itself mm-hmm. and then so you'll get energy from your your fat storage but um i i won't i won't do too much and i, I probably won't drink because uh when you drink uh it messes with your blood sugar so you get really hungry mm-hmm. so it makes it, it makes it 
that no alcohol thing would be one reason why I would never do a fast. Well, you can drink alcohol. It's just um, you can't drink beer, of course, because uh, beer has got uh, too many carbs. But you could drink like the vodkas and the uh, the whiskeys. But the thing is, uh, it will it will make you hungry. Mm-hmm. And you, that's why when you drink, you get really hungry because it um, messes with your blood sugars. From what, I'm not a dietitian, but I uh, I went to a Holiday Inn. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, at least I slept with a dietitian one time. <laughs> uh, well, I I wish you good luck, sir, and I hope you just don't see hallucinations when you're watching Endgame. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna be. Uh, I won't. I won't drive uh, Uber. I'll, I'll do deliveries, but I'm not gonna drive people on uh, no yeah. food because I might uh, drive through a McDonald's. I was like, oh, there's a McDonald's. I'll take a left and just drive right into it. <laughs> you know, sneak in a french fry here or there or something. oh yeah I'll have some dude uh, uh, eating uh, chips or something in the back of the car and uh, I'll like beat him to death and, and his chips. <laughs> oh I'm sorry you dropped all that food <laughs> you can leave it in the car don't worry I'll clean it up <laughs> oh man but yeah uh what else? The Mueller report came out. Oh yeah. So, uh, um, did you uh, uh, read any of it, or at least some? Um... I did not, sir. I hate reading scripts. I hate reading books. There's no way in hell I'm going to read the Mueller report, much as I want to. You're I'm not going to read the page report. What's wrong with you? No, it's not about the length of it. It's just the the fact that it is what it is. I, I haven't read it either, but I've I've listened to a whole bunch of analysis. Um, I, I listened to uh, Ben Shapiro break it down. Um, I, I saw what the Fox guy said and the CNN guy said. So apparently, the Fox guy say it's uh it says he's exonerated, and the CNN guy say um he's guilty, <laughs> even though the the report says he's not guilty, but. They're, they're crazy. The funny thing from the report is um, it kind of shows us why uh, why everyone likes Trump because uh, Trump is what we call an honest liar. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because parts of the report... Well no, well, no, it's like he'll lie to you, but then behind him, he'll have all his best lies, like, posted on the board behind him. He's like, remember when I told you this one? That was a good one, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even in the report, it's really funny because um, part of um, – so the collusion uh, the collusion is like there's just no collusion because that's just crazy. You know, uh, Donald Trump is not a Russian sleeper agent. That, that That's impossible, you know? That's like, I mean, that's like Palpatine level um, <laughs> to have. So basically you would have had to, I mean, you would have to have the Russians would have had to go to Trump like 30 years ago and just in place to do all this stuff, which is, that's not what happened. You know, Every, even the Democrats, I think, kind of knew that he's not a Russian sleeper agent. So yeah. then there's obstruction of justice huh yeah no they, they're clutching his straws they're like yeah yeah get him on this get him on that i'm just like dude yeah so the, the obstruction of justice is a little bit different 
So the problem with obstruction of justice is uh, you need intent, right? So you have to obstruct justice, but also you have to intend to do it. And it's funny because even in the report, they're like, well, I don't think that it's, uh, it's, um, he had criminal intent because he tweeted about it. He, he'd be like, I hate Mueller. I'm going to fire him. <laughs> so, like, if he's being criminal secret about it, like, why he's telling people what he's going to do. And then mo- most of the report would be like, uh, Trump would be like, uh, fire Mueller. And then uh, he'd tell, like, Christy, he'd be like, Christy, go, go fire Mueller. And then Christy would be like, ah, that's, that might be kind of obstruction of justice. We probably shouldn't do that. And then uh, Trump would be like, just go fire him. And then Christy would be like, oh, yeah, sure. And then he just wouldn't do it. <laughs> or or um, Trump would tell someone, like, uh, fire the AG. And they'd be like, I don't think we should fire the AG. And Trump would be like, oh, whatever, okay. You know, so, and that that's, uh, you know, it's not obstruction. On top of that, like, uh, in order to obstruct justice, you um, you obstruct justice because you've done something wrong, and then you don't want that to come out. Mm-hmm. But there was no collusion, so yeah. there's nothing to obstruct justice from. He was just more like embarrassed. Like, basically, he's like, uh, you know, they um, they had this um, uh, this dossier which turned out to be totally false, which is um this uh, Carter Page dossier, which might actually, um, incidentally enough, it might actually get Obama sent to jail. What? Now, so, why, why, how would that send Obama to jail? Oh. Is, uh, they had this false dossier that was a compiled of oppo research. Oppo research is when the other party uh, researches you to find dirt on you for the elections, right? So Hillary Clinton ordered an oppo research uh and they did this uh i don't know who did i actually think they might have been russians so she went to a russian company to get oppo research on donald trump and this is where you get you know how donald trump uh paid prostitutes to pee on the bed that obama slept in to do what it's it, it didn't happen but uh the report said it happened it said uh um trump paid Russian prostitutes to pee on the bed that uh, Obama slept in in a hotel. Okay. Now, yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff like this, but this was the um, the dossier that was compiled. So then, the um, FBI took this dossier and they used it to get a of a. a uh, uh, what's the word? A FISA warrant to mm-hmm. to spy on the Trump campaign. They go to like a secret court, and they don't mm-hmm. tell anyone. So they knew that this dossier was uh, fake, not fake, but they knew that the dossier had um, things in it that were not uh, research. So no one checked this dossier to see if it was true. So they know no. that. No- Nothing in the dossier is backed up, but then they use this dossier to get a warrant, knowing that the dossier itself wasn't uh, kosher. Mm. That's that's illegal. Well, so, uh, w- what happened is what's going to happen? Huh? Gotta love our judicial system. 
Well, but what happens is like someone like uh, say um, a Comey goes and gets this warrant. He's gonna. Uh, they're gonna go to Comey and be like, "Dude, that was illegal." But Comey's gonna be like, uh, L- "Loretta Lynch told me to do it, right?" And then they go to Loretta Lynch and be like, and she's gonna be like, "Oh no, Obama okayed it." Basically, Obama had to have known that this was happening because he's president at the time, right? So now he, there we go. Yeah, yeah so, I'm trying to figure out what does this have to do with Obama? Okay, none now of it. Without Obama's okay, and if wow. it happened without Obama's okay, whoever did it would go to jail. So basically, either someone is going to have to bite the bullet and just go to jail for Obama, or mm. it could go all the way to him. And that would be the funniest thing because you know the Democrats made them um, do this to get Trump, and they might end up just shooting themselves. Mm. But you you never know. Like maybe um. There are people who say that it wasn't nefarious. What happened was uh, they thought that the dossier was real. And then somewhere along the line, they knew it wasn't real, but they just kept kept at it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a crazy situation. But it's going to, I think it hurts the Democrats and it helps Trump. So we'll see. We'll see. We shall definitely see. Tune in next week. For another random fucking U- United States uh, government trap Trump at all costs episode. But yeah, it's just too weird for me, man. But uh, I don't know. What else? Well, I had I saw the, this story where uh, two teenage girls uh, are facing a raft of felony charges for allegedly plotting to kidnap and kill nine people. Which it was kind of funny though. Because, are friends of theirs, or who are these people they were trying to? Well, um, they don't say because everyone's underage. But the the thing is, like, I'm reading this article, right? So basically, the girls wrote in a um a notebook like what they're gonna do. They're gonna um buy masks and buy guns and kidnap these people and take them somewhere and murder them. Mm-hmm. But then, and then I'm reading it, right? And the sheriff is like. It doesn't matter if they thought it was a joke. And I'm thinking, yes, it does. <laughs> it matters, yeah. if, right? Because if, if it was a joke, then they weren't intending to kill these nine people. And if they, if they just wrote it in the book, and yeah. so, yeah, so say they wrote it in the book, but they didn't actually go out, like they didn't buy a gun, they didn't do any of the, uh, the overt steps to commit these crimes. Then it's not a crime because you can you can write in a book um, a plot to kill people if you were just writing it in a book, right? Because I mean, I'm a screenwriter; I do stuff like that all the time, you know. Because I'm researching stories, so I'm like, how would someone do it? What would they do? Can I can I um, expand this into a story? Would would it be uh, you know would it be fun? But but even if uh, you weren't intending to write a book and you were just writing into a journal about what you were going to do and you and your friends get together every week and talk about it. If, if you know, very suspicious. If, yeah, we get together every week to discuss uh, how to murder people if we were doing that, but we're trying to write a, 
Not even if you're trying to write a book. Like, I mean, um, people do stuff like that all the time. Like, I remember uh, when when we were in high school, we would talk about how you would um, take down the American government. Like, you couldn't shoot the president, right? Because then the vice president would just become the president. So, and then if you shot the president and the vice president, then there'd be someone else. So we're like, you have to go and you'd have to take out the Congress and the Senate and the presidency all at the same time. And, you know, we would talk about these uh, scenarios, mm. but like, we, we, were, we were like planning on taking down the government. We were just, just riffing on conspiracy theories and it's not like we, we we're going to go do it. So you went to Oliver, but yeah, that needs to be a book in itself. Well, we didn't write it down because not because, uh, you know, we didn't want to incriminate ourselves just because we weren't nerds, you know, <laughs> well, we were nerds, but we we're nerds that write down stuff in journals. I don't have a diary. Do you have a diary? No, I tried. I tried to have a journal one time and it's like keeping up with it every day. Like, I mean, I put like, little jokes in a memo app that I have. But yeah, I don't, you know, write stuff down every day about how my day went. Like I said, I tried to do that one time and it lasted maybe a week. Just because I'm a man or what? Yeah, they were two teenage girls. So uh, that is something that girls do, right? They write in their their diaries. So their little sisters can find it and then they get in trouble. Is that what happened? Is that how they got caught or... I think a teacher saw it or something. Yeah. Well, they'll be in juvenile hall as soon as you know it. No, I think uh, I think if they have even like uh, normal lawyers, they'd be like, dude, they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I mean, but they now were- it's almost like you got to stop stuff before you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, a freedom of speech. You're you're allowed to do that. Uh, I, I'm. I mean, as long as you're not. So, you can't threaten people um, with freedom of speech. But if you're writing in a private journal, you're mm-hmm. not threatening someone. So you're not like say you. I I, I I'm like uh, I'm gonna kill Ishmael, and then I write it on Twitter. Uh-huh. That's. That's um, pushing the line, you know. That's probably not uh, freedom of speech. It depends on even even that will depend too, right? Because if I'm in New York City, and uh, you're you're in LA, so if I'm like I'm going to go to Ishmael's house tomorrow and shoot him, that's probably not. I mean, that's a threat, and a Twitter will take it down. But I don't know if that's actionable because I mean I'm in New York, so. How like how am I gonna get to LA that night to shoot you? So I don't I don't know if that that's actionable. I mean I I didn't finish law school, so you know. a threat is that saying stuff like that is still a threat, you know? Well, so it it actually has to be a threat, though, right? So if I say out or just a threat, because well, people say they want to kill the president all the time. Well, no, no, that's different. Um. You're you're not allowed to say you're gonna kill the president. That's just its own thing. That's that's just illegal. I can't say I'm gonna shoot Donald Trump even if I don't mean it. Mm. That, that's um that's just illegal. But if um I'm pretty sure that in order for it to be a threat, it has to be 
you have to be able to do it. Like if I say um, on Twitter, everyone who reads this uh, tweet, go kill Ishmael. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's going to be a threat. So that's not covered against uh, freedom of speech, right? Because that's inciting violence. Mm-hmm. But if I say I'm going to kill you, and I'm in New York, and you're in LA, mm-hmm. that might not be actionable because um, you have to. I think you have to be able to carry out the threat for it to be threat. If I'm your next door neighbor and I say it, then you're you're in a different. Yeah, you're you're different. People say that all the time, right? Like uh, you're 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 in a heated debate. He's like, "I'm going to kill you, man." So like that that might not be a that's a threat, but it might not be a threat. I don't. I like you have to um you have to ask the lawyers that. Like um I don't like I'm pretty sure though you have to, it has to be something that you can actually do. I think. Mm of it like i would have to take an overt act i think like a buy a gun or own a gun or i mean but i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure it's it's definitely if i say i'm going to kill you like it's definitely more more of a threat but if i'm if i write down in my journal i'm going to kill you yeah yeah i'm Ishmael, and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy a gun. I'm going to do all this stuff. If if I don't do any of that stuff, like if I don't go out and buy the gun, if I don't take any overt acts, I I don't think that's illegal. It's like, you know, the the, the kid in Florida that shot up the school? Oh, yeah, this recent one. And I remember how they were saying that uh, the cops were saying there's nothing we can do, like because he posted a tweet with him and guns, and he said uh, and something about how how cool uh, school shooters were, mm-hmm. or something like I'm gonna be like a school shooter one day. Wow! And they um, do that time. No, because um, that's I don't think that's actionable, and they said it's not actionable, and I don't think it's actionable. So that's why they didn't do anything. Like they went to his house and they mm-hmm. talked to him. But like, I mean, I don't think that's illegal. Like Twitter can take it down, of course, because uh, they're a private company. They could do whatever they want and they do do whatever they want. But I, I just don't, I don't think it's actionable. So something like that, they ban his account. Because I'm like, half the reason why these people do this kind of stuff is for notoriety to be, you know, well, your account for whatever they want. Like I've gotten, I've gotten posts taken down that I, I wrote. Um, remember when uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, took the DNA test? I don't even know who Elizabeth Warren is. Oh well, Elizabeth Warren. She's this um, a senator. She's she's like a she's as white as you can be. Like I mean, she's like a white person, uh-huh. and she. She said that she, uh, her, her mom was a Native American, and people are like, dude, your mom's not a Native American, right? <laughs> and and she's like, yeah, my my mom's a Native American. Look, I have high cheekbones. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then Donald Trump made fun of her, and he he was like, go take a DNA test if you're Native American, I'll give you a million dollars, right? <laughs> and she took a Native, I mean, she took a DNA test, and the DNA test said she might be like. One like sixteen thousand percent Native American, but probably not. Just like basically, maybe her 
like 10th or 16th great grandparent was Mexican. Basically, that's what the DNA test said. So she's not Native American. So so I, I put up a meme on my Facebook um, account or my Twitter account. Actually, it might still be there. It said uh, um, Elizabeth Warren DNA results in. And then mm. it, uh, um, behind it, it had a saltine cracker. And then the first time I posted it, Twitter took it down. And I'm like, dude, why'd you take it down? It's just a, it's just a funny tweet. So then I put it back up and then they didn't take it down. Like, it's like, it's just so random. They're just like, you don't, you don't know why they take stuff down. It's just totally random. Only you, JD. Only you. But I think if, yeah, if, if there's a, you know, I think you're right about a, what a possible threat is like, you're telling me that they could have stopped the school shooting or the cops could have stopped the school shooting from a post that was on Twitter. That's kind well, of. They could have stopped it, um, meaning like they could have, um, they could have theoretically just arrested them and then the school shooting wouldn't have happened. But legally, I don't think you can act on that. Like, that's not actionable. Like, if, if they were to um, have gone to his house and then he had, he had like, blueprints of the school and uh, bombs and uh, illegal firearms, they could have arrested him. He didn't have any of that, you know? They, they questioned him. He had, uh, he had guns, but they were legal guns, and he was allowed to have them. So there was nothing that, more that they could have done. The fact that they... The fact that they even question him, I don't even know that uh, technically they should have even been allowed to question him, but uh, they did question him, and uh, there was no actionable information there. So, okay. in, uh, at least to my knowledge, you know, I, I'm, I, I kept up on it, but I didn't keep up on it too much because, you know, actually, I don't really care. Five minutes later. Yeah. I had to watch an episode of Game of Thrones or something, you know, something that's actually important. <laughs> um, but yeah, it um, it happened. So, who knows? Anything? Uh, any other things you want to talk about? Anything in the news that we missed? Um, I can't think of anything right now. Actually, happy Easter! Oh yes, yes, Happy Easter, not just Happy Happy Easter. So do yeah. we know? Do you know about Easter? About Esther, the the pagan guy of spring? No, I do not know about Esther. So, well, haven't you ever wondered why uh, the there's an Easter bunny rabbit and it lays eggs? Not really. I I don't think that much about a lot of things. You never thought about why you run around collecting eggs on uh, Easter? No. <laughs> well, it's because. Uh, Easter Easter is actually a pagan uh, fertility festival Hmm. and uh, it's celebrating uh, the rebirth of spring because you know the the trees have died but then during spring they come back to life so Esther she was the god of spring and rebirth and uh, she had uh, I'm not sure of the exact story but basically she had a friend who was a bird and for some reason, the uh, the bird was uh, trying to hide, 
And so Esther turned the bird into a bunny rabbit. Okay. That's why the Easter bunny rabbit lays eggs. And uh, so the Christians came and then um, uh, uh, because it was a pagan festival, they changed it to be about uh, Jesus. Okay, I'm there. I got you. uh, Yeah, so that's where it actually comes from. But I've always wondered because it's very interesting that uh, Jesus chose to be resurrected during the pagan festival of resurrection. Mm. So maybe it was the pagans that resurrected Jesus. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Right? Maybe that's, that's what happened. First. Maybe that's a, the movie I can write about how the, the pagans uh, resurrected uh, Jesus. There you go. What shall you call it? <laughs> How and all you Christians out there, please don't uh, accuse me of blasphemy. I'm just, uh, I'm just riffing. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, You're not offended by this uh, line of thinking, are you? No, I've, I've, I've already forgotten it. That's how offended so, I am. <laughs> so, as a Christian, how do you feel about the resurrection? Do you, uh, do you believe in the the resurrection of the body of Christ? Yes, I actually do. They can't explain it, but yeah, I believe it that a man named Jesus did walk the earth at one time. Well, no, I mean that's uh, there's no um, there's no question that that there was a, this guy named Jesus. I mean, it's pretty. Uh, I was reading about it, so we know more about Jesus than we do about some of the Roman em- emperors. So there's there was a guy uh, named. Uh, Jesus, or I mean, or that's not what his name was, right? Wasn't it like uh, um, or something? But there was a guy that um, Jesus was a real guy, and he got crucified. So a lot of the events did happen, but I'm I'm not speaking about the crucifixion because the crucifixion happened. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you if you believe that after he was crucified, that um, how many days? It was twelve days later. Uh-huh. What, what's the time from when he was crucified to the time where he was re- uh, resurrected? Uh, it was 40 days, wasn't it? That's why we have... No, no, the 40 days when Jesus, I think he went into the desert or something, right? And he didn't eat or drink for 40 days, something like that? Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you probably got it better than me. So, yeah. I think that's... I, 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 I've read the stories, but uh, I've read so many of them that I get some mixed up. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where the 40-day thing happens. Uh, from the, uh, the crucifixion to the resurrection, I think it was uh, like 12 days, something like that. Yeah. But that's the part I'm asking you. Do you believe, uh, not that he was crucified, because, you know, we know he was crucified. Mm-hmm. But do you believe? Uh, was it Nazareth, right? I mean, uh, Lazarus, the Lazarus pit or whatever? Lazarus pit, isn't that fucking Batman? Yeah, but that's uh, the Lazarus pit is uh, from Christian mythology. That's why uh, that's why Razagul's uh, resurrected in the Lazarus pit, because I think it's uh, a play on the, the Christianity um, mm-hmm. Lazarus. Lazarus is from Christian religion, and it has to do with the resurrection of Jesus. But uh, do you believe that Jesus was crucified and then his body was resurrected? Yes. Okay. 
Is that what you asked me? I said yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, so... But I guess that's what makes you a Christian, right? Because uh, that's something that Christians believe in. Yeah. You are correct, sir. <laughs> I sometimes think that uh, uh, Jesus was a, a, a Buddha who got re, uh, um, who got enlightened and came back. Because in the Buddha stories that when a person's enlightened, they come back. Mm. And then they, they, they then become a Buddha. Okay. So Jesus could have been a, a a Buddha who was enlightened and then uh, started a religion. All right, there we go. Sorry, I I don't know what what to say about all this new stuff thrown at me, man. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's what we do here, at American heathens. Okay. All right. So. For sure, you're gonna okay. see Endgame Thursday or something. Oh yeah, we got Endgame, right? That's like, I mean, yeah. a if we talk, we gotta talk about Endgame because that's like the movie of movies. What is this? Twelve years in the making? Something like that. I'm saying there's some weird bug that just flew onto my phone. Yeah, that was that was disgusting. That's good. 10, 10, 15, no, 10, 12 years in the making. Yeah. Yeah, so we got to talk about that. That's that's like, uh, how old were you when Iron Man came out? Wow. You're like, what, like in your 20s? Yeah, uh, 23, 24? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I guess, uh, um, I mean, we, were, we, we probably were hanging out on the extra sets when uh, Iron Man came out. Yeah. I think I think the first Marvel movie that I like flipped out about was Spider Man because Spider Man I was a big fan of, and then when I saw that on the big screen, I was like, "Oh my god!" Spider Man is another story because that's not the MCU. At least the I mean the the Tobey Maguire Spider Mans aren't the the new ones are, but um, Iron Man was I believe the first one. Yeah, in the 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 uh, universe they've been building. Yeah. That is correct. Yes. So I mean, uh, Iron Man came out. Like I, I think we were probably uh, we were probably extras on some movie set during uh, when that came out. That was a that was a lifetime ago. <laughs> lifetime for you. I'm still in the struggle. <laughs> yeah, but in a different uh, a different uh, struggle. I can't think of the word to put in between there. Uh, uh, the the noun to describe the, the the new struggle that we're in, which is uh, the same struggle, but we'll call it a different one. So uh, let's see. Uh, what about uh, your week? Uh, let's uh, let's uh, end 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 the podcast. So let's. Well, what happened? I, I know for me, I've been having an issue trying to get my stuff back from an evil homeowner. But now I just, I kind of got fed up and I had a friend of mine from church. He's actually giving away his PlayStation. Uh, I shouldn't say give away, but he was selling his PlayStation for like 250 bucks. And I was like, dude, I really want to get another PS4. I can, I can focus and come home, defeat some bad guys and then get, on, get along with my day. So yeah, so I actually just bought a new PS4. I haven't hooked it up yet because I've been so busy. 
But yeah, I, I'm slowly moving on with letting go of all the stuff that he has. He can try and break into my PS4, but he's going to have to hire a hacker. So I don't think he's going to do all that for something that he doesn't, you know, he's not a video game person himself. So I don't know what he's going to do with a PS4 that he can't get into to use to play DVD. I think he's I'm pretty sure you your um PS4 if he if he um you can wipe the old one uh, remotely. No, I don't want to wipe it though. I want to I want to always have knowledge of it so then if it ever is turned on and used, I can then call the cops. This is the IP address. This is where he lives. Guaranteed it's there. That is a plan. Yeah. But, yeah, but have, uh, I'm in good shape now, just because I I'm I'm officially kind of over the whole thing. Like I plan on suing the the property manager. Just gotta get the money to get a lawyer, and voila, then I'll be getting some compensation back from her because she does have a job, and they will be garnishing her wages. Well, that's good. But the the real question is now that you have a new PS uh, four. What is the first game you're going to play when you turn it on? Well, the sad thing is the guy gave me a game that I don't, I, I, that I'm not a big fan of, Final Fantasy 15. So I, 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 like, I don't have internet at the place I'm living. So if I do start it up, that'll be the game that I'm playing. Final yeah. Fantasy 15. And then so- once I get my internet back, most of my games are digital download. So then I can get back into playing uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. I paid 80 bucks for the di- deluxe version of that. Is that WWE? What'd you say? The WWE? No, no, no. It's Fire Pro Wrestling. It has nothing to do with WWE. Like People can actually create characters and then upload it to the uh, website, and then you can play like WWE characters. But it's, it's got most of the roster is just originally of Japan, uh, wrestling uh, wrestling characters, but then like people can upload them. I was starting to create like the Ninja Turtle clan, like I got Raphael, Michelangelo, all that stuff. But yeah, people create all kinds of all kinds of weird characters on there, and your roster can oh, be like, up to like five hundred players, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm gonna get it because uh, back when I used to uh, watch WWF back then, mm-hmm. it's WWE now, right? But when yeah. it was WWE. I um I had a wrestling character that I was gonna be. It was uh the Killer B, and I had a special <laughs> move and everything. Oh, the Killer B thing. It was like a a top rope. Uh, basically, uh, you uh you you jump from the top rope and you do a a, a close fist clothesline when the guy standing up, and that was my my signature move, the Killer B thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, that move will be is is in this game guaranteed. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get this game. What's it called? Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. I All right. Thousand, like I mean, they have they have a series of them, but the last one just came out in October. So uh, this podcast was brought to you by Fire Pro Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you over the week? Oh well, n- nothing really happened to me special, but uh, I did have a a, th- a thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Discovery. Oh boy, 
streaming sites. Yeah, it's um. So the first season was okay. It was good, but uh, so aesthetically, this uh, this Star Trek is amazing. Aesthetically, I mean, it looks better than the films. The costume, uh, the characters, the the alien designs, the ship designs, it's just amazing. But the second season, which just finished this week, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Oh. I, I watched. I watched it on a show huh? that that is that it's it's only on a streaming service, right? It's through CBS streaming, right? It's yeah, not on so CBS regular. It's, it's a flagship um, show for um, C- C- um, CBS streaming, which okay. is playing all the episodes at one time, or you go back each week and then watch watch it again. Well, that's it was each week, but now you could get them all because they've all aired. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would actually buy it, watch the Star Trek, and then uh, turn it off because there's no other shows on it that I want to see. Because as one well, I think Twilight Zone is on it, but I'm not interested in uh, Twilight Zone. But I might watch an episode to see if it's any good. But it's Jordan Peele does it, so I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, but uh, Star Trek, it, it re- renewed my my uh, after after I saw the um, the season finale, like with tears in my eyes, I forgot about Star Wars. I'm like, the hell is Star Wars? <laughs> Like, cause they've been uh, they've been shitting on Star Wars for the last uh, two Star Wars. The new one might be good, but I mean they've they've pretty much shit on Star Wars, you know. But uh, there's a new uh, Star Wars video game coming out, and a couple of new um, live action television shows that's going to be on uh, the Disney streaming network. So I'll, I'll check those out. And um, Clone Wars was good. Rebels was pretty good. But I mean, Star Wars is kind of—it's just not as. Cool. I'm almost kind of um, done with Star Wars, but this uh, Star Trek was amazing. They they basically rebooted it all now, so and it all mm. the universe. So I was I was really happy with it. I mean, it was really good. Okay, so I know we're almost done with this uh, episode here, but you said you're. Almost done with Star Wars. Why are you almost done with Star Wars? Well, just because uh, they they shit on it to the point where like <laughs> I, I don't even care that much. Like I'm going to see the new Star Wars. Uh-huh. But I, I'm almost like I'm going to go watch it, but I'm not hoping for that much. I think it might actually be good because it's J.J. Abrams now. And there is another Star Wars movie in the works, and I think they're going to wait a couple years that mm-hmm. uh, the Game of Thrones uh, showrunners are going to do. So. That mm-hmm. might be because it could be anything. They might do some old Republic stories, which would be uh, that would be actually really cool if they, mm-hmm. they old Republic. So we haven't lost them yet, nerds. No, nope. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, bringing back Palpatine. If they didn't bring back Palpatine, I'd I'd be done after last. The, all you uh, all you heard is a voice. You don't know what what capacity he could be in. Well, even if they just bring him back a little bit, I might watch it because like. I waited. What was Star Wars took thirty years, right? So mm-hmm. I waited thirty years to see old Luke Skywalker be badass and then fight in a, a lightsaber battle, mm-hmm. and then they did that shit in Last Jedi. It's like, oh, force projection. Uh, now I'm gonna <laughs> fade away. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. Years. And then they turn, uh, they turn Han Solo into like a, a bad father and uh, like yeah. a. Bad- Neglect, uh, yeah. neglect, 
fucking father. I mean, it's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, yeah. So, I, I don't know if you want to send this out here. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to a send out. So, uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Same heathen time. Same heathen heathen channel. Hey, (laughs) see ya. See ya. Uh, Well, I I think that was a uh, that one I liked this this episode. I think (laughs) we're getting we're getting into the flow. I think we'll be ready ready for some guests uh, in a little bit. Hmm. Oh, by the by the way, um. The intro song that I've been using is uh, Don't Eat Fire, and it's uh, that's uh, Jewish Dave. Um, and, uh, he's got his own podcast. I think it's called Piecing It Together. Um, uh, let's you- hang up the podcast and then just talk. Yeah, well, I was just telling them about the, the, uh, the intro song. I was giving some credit to Jewish Dave. But yeah, uh, watch his shows and listen to his music, huh? No, I was trying to make sure this is still recording or you're just talking to me. No, no, this is recording. This is oh. the after the uh, show recording. So we're just uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this in. So don't um don't say anything incriminating because I'm going to post this. All right. All right. Well, now now we're done. So see you guys. Peace out, G's. <laughs> G's. We have G's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy there, folks. All right. All right. Come on now.
to be a man Look a man in his eyes when you shake a man's hand Use your left hand when you smack around a bitch Be polite and treat her nice, make sure you call her miss Take her out every night to eat at Ruth's Chris If you want, you could even offer the pain But don't open the door for her cause that shit's gay Tell her she looks pretty and compliment her mouth If you don't have a chimney, be sure to pull out If she gets thirsty, share your fat tire If she gets kinda tired, share your coat to keep her wired Don't get caught if you're gonna be a liar Don't date a bitch if she's gonna be a crier You can't get no pussy, man, your dick should retire But most of all, boys and girls don't eat fire